Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody, I'm Ron G, and this is Wrestling With My Thoughts, a WWMT Entertainment original, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. No matter when you are or where you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So go on ahead and sit back, relax, and listen as I wrestle with my thoughts. Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you will be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184, or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.com. Org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ron G. And I want to thank each and everyone out there listening to the show for the support. No matter when you are, where you are, or how you are, the fact is you're listening and I appreciate that. Speaking of the how you listen, I want to let you guys know that the show is now available on iHeartRadio and Amazon Music. In addition to the regular places you've been listening to the show, such as Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of those, wherever you're listening to your favorite shows, that's where we are too. And hopefully you'll see fit to add my show to your list of favorites. Been a couple of weeks since I put out an episode, um, ran into some actual technical difficulties because I upgraded my phone, and for those of you who don't know, right now, 
uh, I've been recording using a microphone and my uh, my phone to record and upload the podcast that I do. And I upgraded my phone, and the phone that I upgraded to does not have a headphone jack on it. <laughs> so there's a little apparatus that you have to buy to plug into the phone that has a headphone jack on it. Tried finding that, that part locally, and nobody had it. Now, I'm sure I could have went to some other stores further out and could have found it, but really didn't feel like doing that the way gas is costing and, and all of that. But finally got it today. I ordered it from Amazon. Finally got it today, and it seems to be working like a charm. Very, very simple thing, and here we are. I'm also wrestling with the... <laughs> no pun intended. I'm also wrestling with... Should I do one episode today with two topics or should I record two separate episodes given each topic its its own space and time? Uh, we'll figure that out as we go. As you know, everything I do here is off the top of the dome. Um, I don't uh, pre-record anything except the intro. The intro is pre-recorded, but the actual show itself is just straight, you know, from the hip. Uh, I, I may write down some notes to call upon or something like that, but I just felt like in the essence of what I'm trying to do with this this podcast and eventually the actual brand of wrestling with my thoughts is I wanted it to be raw and real, uh, not scripted, not uh, pre-planned or anything like that. So we'll figure it out. I don't know if you're going to get two topics today or just one. But there's been a lot going on, and um, I definitely want to give my opinion on a few things. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully you all have had a chance to listen to the previous episode. And if not, please go check it out. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And the episode before that, where MJ, uh, Melinda, joined the, uh, joined the show where we talked about trauma and kind of got into a few other things. Uh, please take a listen to that. I want to be very personal with you all and share something with you about that that episode and the night that episode was recorded, or not just the night, but the entire day um, leading up to the episode being recorded. And I don't know if you can or cannot tell it on the episode, but um, your boy decided to do something very, very stupid. Um... As you know, uh, I've explained to you all before that I do deal with mental health issues, one of those being anxiety. And one of the issues I have is with arguing, um, being around it, hearing it, um, any sort of aggression or anything like that, especially if I'm not directly involved in it, um, it spikes my anxiety. It, it, it throws me back to some things I really don't want to be thrown back to and it just creates this feeling of being on edge wanting to just disappear wanting to get out of here it makes me nervous it makes me anxious and so that happened on the day that that, that episode was recorded my neighbors argued for a good hour outside their apartment and it was very hostile uh, very mean-spirited as arguments go and I became extremely um, anxiety riddled 
my whole mood changed, my, my son could tell that my whole mood changed. And I decided instead of using the coping skills that I've learned, I decided to self-medicate and essentially drink the problem away. And it's not something I'm proud of. And again, full disclosure here, uh, there is a long list of alcoholism and drug addiction in my family. Um, I, I don't feel I have an alcohol problem, uh, but there is a long history, and you'll understand why I say that here in just a moment, but there is a long history within my family um, of alcoholism and drug addiction. So with purpose, I began to drink uh, fireball straight to essentially escape from the feeling of anxiety <clears throat> excuse me and I did that throughout that entire episode I had a few drinks before that and then throughout that entire episode um, I was drinking and I, I want to be real and honest with you guys when you hear me say I'm taking a drink of something it's not always alcohol there's water sometimes there's juice sometimes there's soda there's tea um, like right now, I'm drinking some uh, cotton candy <laughs> flavored water, which side sidebar here, for those of you who have tried the Stardust, Starlight, Star, whatever, Coca-Cola, and say that it tastes like cotton candy, it does not. This water that I'm drinking here uh, right now, flavored water, tastes like cotton candy. But anyway, back, back to what I was saying. Um, so I just want to let you guys know that when you hear me say I'm, I'm taking a sip of something or a drink of something, um, it, it, it is not always alcohol. As a matter of fact, I would say probably 95% of the time, if not more, it is not alcohol. Um, but that night, it was absolutely alcohol. Um, and I tried to drink away the anxiety. And the next day... I just, I felt really ashamed of myself um, because I know what alcoholism and drug addiction can do not only to an individual, but the people who love that individual. And like I said, I, 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 I don't have a drinking problem, but because I take the alcohol uh, the alcoholism and drug addiction so seriously from my family history, um, I've always been very responsible when I do drink. On top of that, I have major trust issues. So there's a certain, uh, uh, you have to be in a certain status with me for me to have uh, more than one drink with you. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just something I do. Um, if, if it's someone that I know and they're in that status of, of you know, absolute trust or, or whatever, then yeah, I'll kick back, relax, and have a couple of drinks. But if it's somebody that I'm just more of an associate with, eh, I may have one, maybe. Uh, so that's just how I am. But I was, I was more disappointed with myself because I've been learning the coping skills to deal with that sort of thing and I just didn't employ them I decided to use alcohol as my escape 
and I've decided to take a break from drinking any alcohol until whenever I deem ready for myself to have another uh, drink or something. And, you know, how long that'll be, I don't know. It, it's been at least two, three weeks now. I've had zero alcohol. Um, well, I take that back. Um, I did go out to eat with a very good friend of mine, and they were driving, and I had a margarita. But um, outside of that, I haven't had any alcohol. Um, I've got some alcohol here at the home, but I just haven't broke it out because um, I've just decided since, since I used alcohol as an escape that night, I decided I was going to kind of abstain for a while just to kind of, it's, I guess you could call it a, a form of self-punishment, but it was really more so about um, just putting some things in, in place, getting my uh, priorities in order, if you will. And so, yeah, I haven't had any alcohol, and like I said, it's been two, three weeks. And um, if you did hear it come through on that episode, I absolutely apologize. Um, that is not indicative of my character. But, yo, we all, you know, we all stumble and fall sometimes. Also, I, I really don't talk about me having a drink or, or anything like that a lot publicly because... Uh, Someone very close to me, um, and I may have said it here on the show who it is uh, before, but someone very, very close to me did struggle with both alcoholism and drug addiction uh, for quite a while in their lives. And um, they would be highly disappointed in me having alcohol. So it's not necessarily that I'm worried about what they will think of me. It's more about me trying to protect them from their own feelings of disappointment, if that makes any sense whatsoever. So I really don't talk about it a lot unless I'm around, again, around certain individuals that I feel comfortable with or whatever. I'm just a private person. Now, once you get to know me, I'll open up, but I'm a very private person. So apologies to you all if, you, if that came through on that episode at all. Um, I did speak with Melinda uh, after the call or after the show rather and let her know the same thing and she told me I never missed a beat that she she couldn't tell it I don't know that I could tell it um, so just drink responsibly folks um, I watched a little mini mini documentary the other day um, talking about drunk driving and that's something that I've never done um, I will not drink if I'm going to be driving and I know I can have one drink and it not affect me and blah 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 but just just me being overly cautious I suppose I, if I'm driving I'm not gonna have a drink uh, if I'm at home chilling and I know I've got to go somewhere later I'm not gonna have a drink so please 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 be responsible with your drink and there's also the the reality that Drinking is not good for you. Um, so just take it easy. Um, enjoy life. Relax. Take a load off, whatever. That's fine. But let's not overindulge, myself included. Uh, what else has been going on? I'm trying to think of some other things going on. Um, 
outside of a couple of topics that I really want to get to at length. Um, yeah, I, I don't know of anything right off the top of my head. Um, so just, um, just enjoy life, man. But definitely, definitely uh, know that we have to take it easy on, on certain things. Um, I spoke to someone at length the other day about uh, me possibly being on the adult autism spectrum. And I know I've talked very briefly about that here on the show, but excuse me. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I just burped. Excuse me. Um, but I talked to someone about that and it it felt liberating. Uh, it wasn't on the show. It wasn't, you know, um, anything formal. It wasn't a doctor, just a person that we were just discussing some things and I brought up um, potentially being on the adult autism spectrum as it related to our conversation, how um, I'm, I'm detail-oriented, I'm, I'm schedule-oriented, and if anything deviates from, from my schedule or my plan, it tends to throw me off a lot, and, and some other things involved in that too, and it felt very good to actually discuss that with someone. Um, I've been starting, I've been starting, that's real good English there. I have started uh, trying to be more open with people about things, not as a way to gain any sort of sympathy or any pity or anything like that. Because first and foremost, I don't want pity. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. It's just my way of, one, speaking my truth and my reality, and two, I would love to be able to help someone directly or indirectly by using the things that I've gone through to either relate to people and what they're going through or to, to help make a person maybe not feel so alone in this world. Um, again, being, being very transparent, the last two days, my anxiety has been very high. Uh, at work on Tuesday, uh, I asked my boss if they would mind if I used my lunch hour to drive home and finish up the day from home because just being honest, um, I was already feeling anxious, feeling nervous, the, the all of that. And just being around the people in the office was amplifying that feeling. Now, no one in the office, obviously, nobody in the office did anything uh, you know, to, to, to make that happen. Nobody said anything, did anything out of the way, nothing like that. It was just, I was having a moment or I was in a moment and being around all those people were, was heightening that moment. And then when I woke up this morning, I felt the same way and I, I, I battled back and forth in my head and see that's the thing folks that here here's here's for me at least i can't speak for everyone dealing with mental health issues but the the inner battle that i have is do i go ahead and go to work or whatever else it was it, it might be you know go to a movie go out on a date go hang out with friends whatever it may be do i go ahead and do that and use my coping skills to the best of my ability or try to use my coping skills to the best of my ability 
and, and face that situation? Or do I do I stay home and to myself and and do a little self-care? That's a struggle because I, in a way, I feel like if I don't go to work, I'm not putting myself in a position to use the coping skills I've learned. Now, this isn't the first time anxiety has popped up for me while working. Far from it. Uh, there have been many years of many occasions. But now that I'm aware of what's going on and now I know how to recognize it and how to try to deal with it in a healthy and positive way, it, it, it hits different. Uh, as as the young folks say um so yeah when i woke up this morning I, I i battled with myself um and finally made the decision just to stay home work from home today now i do plan on going on into the office tomorrow this is one of those things where i'm kind of challenging myself to go into the office and put into practice the coping skills that i have so um, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Uh, I was very open with my dad, my stepmom about that. They, um, or, or my dad, rather, I had a conversation with him and, um, and just let him know. And I let him know that I'm fine in terms of being okay in the way a parent wants to know if you're okay. Um, I told him that I was taking the proper steps and, and, proper measures to deal with the anxiety I was feeling so I wasn't moping around I wasn't um, I wasn't feeling sorry for myself I wasn't beating myself up which both of those used to be a very big problem for me I struggled hard with with beating myself up and thinking horrible things about myself because of that but now I've learned you know the more you know, the more you grow, and the better you do. So I just let him know that, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with it in a healthy way. Um, I'm, I'm making my my own well-being, mental well-being, a priority. And I'm still working. Um, now, I know I can't do that every day. Unfortunately, that's just not a reality. Um, because I'm going to have to deal with society at large. <coughs> excuse me, each and every day I live this life that I live. But there are going to be days where I have to reel it in and just take the day to make myself a priority. So for any of you out there that might be going through that right now, um, just know you're not alone. Just know that it is okay to make yourself a priority. It is okay to take a step back and if you have the opportunity to work from home and if you have supervisors and and team leaders or what have managers or what have you that will afford you the opportunity to give yourself a mental day as one of my former general managers used to call it do that there's nothing wrong with that i, I think in a lot of ways we are starting to normalize the struggles that people have because we're talking about things more, we're discussing them more, and people are becoming more educated and more aware of things. So I think there's a little bit less um, resistance to people taking care of themselves uh, in, in terms of mental health. So just know you're not alone and um, there's nothing wrong with making yourself a priority. 
at all, ever. <laughs> um, what else is going on, man, before I jump into this? And while I'm recording this, this will give you an idea of what day I'm recording and the time of day that I'm recording. I forgot that AEW was on tonight. Now, you all know that I'm a wrestling fan, and you know that I'm hypercritical of AEW. Um, modern wrestling as a whole, but tonight I wanted to check it out because there was someone that was supposed to show up. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm addicted to wrestling, I saw, so I, I still want to watch sometimes. <laughs> but, man, what else is going on? Um, Naomi Judd passed away. Since we were talking about mental health, uh, Naomi Judd passed away, and I'm reading reports that it was uh, death by suicide. I believe she was 76 years old, and some of you all that know me personally, or at least know me somewhat well, may be shocked that I know who Naomi Judd is. <laughs> um, can I just reiterate that I like music? Uh, now, hip-hop is my first love. It's 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 what I crave, but I like other music too, and and yes, I liked the Judds. So it was it was very sad to hear that she had passed away, especially um, in the manner that she did. So I would like to send my condolences out to uh, the Judds um, and family and friends. I doubt they'll ever hear this, but I do want to send my condolences out to them. Um, as someone who suffers, let me let me rephrase that. I'm going to try not to speak so negatively. As someone who who wages, uh, hmm, how, how do I want to say this? As someone who deals with uh, mental health issues, um, depression, anxiety, PTSD, all that stuff, uh, I, I know what that feeling of just wanting it all to end feels like it's it's not something that I would wish on anyone really so to know that someone who had lived 76 years on this earth um, battling and and winning the battle in many ways had a successful music career um, gave birth to two beautiful daughters who were both immensely talented and had careers of their own that were successful. Um, and it's just sad to hear that um, things went the way they did. Now, I don't have any details that the, the issue of, of suicide may be complete speculation. I don't know. But I can relate to that feeling of just wanting it all to go away and end. So, again, if you feel that way, please reach out to someone. Because I, for one, am glad that I'm still here and that I have an opportunity to use what I've gone through in my experience in a way that will help other people. So, uh, don't give up hang in there and hang on locally uh, here in my neck of the woods <laughs> on Sunday there was a body discovered 
in some shrubbery behind um, a Moe's restaurant here near where I live. Uh, I believe the lady was 66 years of age. There was no immediate uh, cause of death known. It, it was un, it, you know, they didn't know how long the body had been there. It was discovered on Sunday evening by a guy that was either walking on the on the sidewalk by those shrubs or uh, walking down into a parking lot that's on the other side of those shrubs. But uh, nevertheless, the uh, the lady was found, and um, I hope that it was nothing. Um, tragic that happened I, I mean I don't know how it couldn't be tragic with her being found in shrubbery um, but I just you know my condolences go out to that family uh, whoever they may be and folks I, 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 I almost hesitate to say this but that's another reason why I want to get out of this uh, complex that I live in right now when I was younger and lived in, in Lakewood, there was a field of kudzu, not directly across the street from our house, but across the street and down to the left, um, where they found, I know of at least, I want to say two dead parts. Well, I know of one. I know they found one dead um, sex worker. I'm trying to be... Um, trying to be more considerate of how I refer to people. Um, it has nothing to do with being woke or uh, politically correct. It has nothing to do with that. It has to be with an understanding of certain things. That's another podcast for another time. Anyway, um, and then where we lived in Lakewood, there was uh, a place behind us that was a part of the same property. And there were some things that happened back there without going into great detail that involved a couple of people murdering someone. These, these are the type of things that I didn't want to be around. Um, I've been in the suburbs for far too long uh, for, for me to feel comfortable around so much chaos. And that's not to say that the suburbs don't have their issues. Please, I know, I know way too much that went on in the dark in the suburbs to think that that's the, the, the issue. But it, it just conjured up images of, of being in Lakewood and, and a body or two being found not far from, from where we live. And I've got two friends um, who grew up in the same area, same street. Well... One lived on the same street, the other one lived on the street behind me. But they have, like, the greatest memories of Lakewood. And of course, they lived there for their entire life. Um, I moved to Lakewood when I, I think I was 13, 14, something like that. So, I, I guess I saw a different side of Lakewood than they did. But, nevertheless, man, I just want to, um, I just want to send my condolences out to, to, uh, this lady's family and I hope that uh, they get some answers and get some peace and if there was anything that happened foul play or anything like that I hope that the person that committed the, those acts are found and brought to justice one last thing before I jump into a subject and I've made the decision 
it's only going to be one subject tonight. I'll do another episode on the other subject that is uh, much more serious and deserves some time um, of its own to discuss. And I would like to get another person um, involved with that particular show who may have differing opinions than I do. So we'll see how that goes. But that'll be later this week. Um, on the on the personal and fatherly side of things, I'm proud of my son. Um, he just recently got a job, went today for orientation, and believe he starts uh, sometime next week or whatever. But I'm very proud of him and uh, happy for him. This past week was his birthday, and I know I've talked before about my son here. You all know that he's grown, um, but he's he's finally digging his heels in and and getting a grasp on things not that he didn't before my son's a very good kid but i say kid he's a he's a very smart man but there's there's some things that um that he's i guess he's figuring his life out i guess that's a better way to explain it without um sounding like i'm trying to give too much my son's business out there but um so i'm very proud of him and uh will be supporting him 100% in, in his newfound employment. So, shout out to my son. Congratulations. Now, on to the subject for the evening. Excuse me as I get a taste of some of this cotton candy water. You hear that? I can tell you this is uh, uh, zero sugar, zero calories, zero caffeine per serving. And then when you go on the back and you look at Per container there's 10 calories there's no fat there's 3% or 70 milligrams of sodium which that's not good but it's 3% uh, total carbs zero total sugar zero uh, included added sugars zero protein zero so I'm trying to do a little bit better but let me get a drink and I may burp because it is carbonated excuse me but that's cotton candy folks now that's not to say that the the, the starlight stardust star whatever coke isn't good it took me a couple of sips of or a couple of drinks to really like it but i like it um anyway the subject for tonight um uh, before i begin i want to give a spoiler alert Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Whoop. Whoop. Spoiler alert. And I'm going to give it a couple of seconds to jibber jab about some nonsense to give folks who got the spoiler alert can get on their way and not listen to the rest of this show. Um, how many of you out there, I mean, I know I can't see you. I can't see your hands go up if I ask for a show of hands, but... I'm sure many, let me rephrase it, I'm sure many of you out there watch the show Ozark. And as you know, this season is the final season of the series. It's broken into two parts. The last half of the final season came out on uh, the, the 29th. And I've already finished it. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. 
uh, it's, it's nothing really serious. But for those of you who've watched the entire thing, how do y'all feel about that ending? I mean, on the on the platforms that the the podcast uh, is available on, you can leave. Ah, I'm gonna say this again at the end, but it just made me think when I said this. Please, 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 leave me some sort of rating on whatever podcast or whatever podcast, whatever platform you use to listen to this show. It's very important that I get some some uh, ratings and some some uh, reviews. It helps me grow the audience. It helps me grow my exposure. It helps me grow monetarily. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and I definitely want to turn this into a venture that is very well for me monetarily so i ask of you if you're a regular listener even if you're just a one-time listener please whatever platform you're using to listen to the show leave me a rating and review now back to what i was saying um if if you have some opinions about the uh the episode um feel free to leave a comment on the facebook group uh on Instagram or 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 Twitter or even uh, TikTok, and just let me know what you thought. Speaking of all those social media platforms, I've been off social media for about a month now. I'm not sure when I'm going to go back. I've intentionally the last two episodes. I've intentionally not posted them online, not necessarily because I'm taking a social media break right now, but. Because I wanted to see what was the organic responses I got without promotion, without this, without that. Just getting a feel for who this was, who the show was reaching, blah, blah, blah. Just a little social experiment of my own. This one will be posted, promoted, all that good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> how did you, I, I did, I'll go on record. Uh, uh, I, I did not like the ending of the show both the way it 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 ended and the the instances or the the scenes leading up to that ending i thought the show up to that point had been very well written very well uh, directed and i know jack shit about filming i know absolutely nothing about it so this is all the opinion of a guy who knows nothing of the technical aspects of filming, writing, whatever. But up to that point, I felt like the show had been very well directed, very well written, and the actors had done phenomenal jobs. Now, the actors, I felt, did phenomenal jobs in this series finale as well. I just didn't like the, the, the way they went. Um... Again, spoiler alert if you're still listening. Um, I didn't like the fact that Ruth died. Um, and I know some folks may say, well, that's more, the more realistic thing, that if she was involved in something like that, it is most likely that the cartel would come after her and kill her. Miss me with that. Because, <laughs> because it, it, there was something... 
there was something much better that could have been done with Ruth. It's not that it all had to end, um, you know, happily ever after. But I definitely think there were ways to wrap up her character without killing her off. I don't like that it seems as though there were no repercussions for the birds. Now, I, I know this is a series of, you know, many things that happened that were, quite frankly, very unrealistic, but uh, there seemed to be zero repercussions for the birds. Uh, in particular, Wendy. I've not liked the Wendy character probably since a few episodes into the first season. Because she she took on um, an attitude, a, um, a mindset, a personality of she got a taste of power and held on like a damn pit bull. And the more power she got, the more she wanted, the more reckless she was with some of the decisions she made. And I guess that's a personal thing because I tend to to relate along some lines, at least, more to the Marty Bird character. He's more pragmatic, he's more logical, he's more rational, he likes to think things out. Uh, he, play, he likes to play for the long haul instead of the right there. Uh, whereas Wendy was, you know, boom, I said it, this is how we're gonna do it. And without any thought whatsoever of what sort of danger it put those around her in. I also don't like that the birds did nothing to try to help Ruth or alert Ruth or whatever. And I understand that there were people watching them, their kids were were were, uh, were threatened and, and all of that. But I just wasn't happy with this finale. And there have been very few shows that I've watched, especially ones that have been more popular, that have ended with a with a positive series finale. I loved the ser series finale of Breaking Bad. I loved El Camino, the, move, the Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, where they, they followed up on Jesse and, and let us know what was going on with him. Um, so it's not to say that I don't like shows, uh, finales. It's not that I've never seen a good one, and that's just one example. But I just, I didn't like this. It's like they built us up. They got us on this, and then they kind of just left us. You know, there was no real closure. And I don't expect everything to be uh, wrapped up in a nice, neat, bow and um, presented to us as a the perfect gift but I just felt like this left us wondering this left us with more questions than it did answers you know I um just wasn't a fan of this and then if maybe I need to go back and watch but then yet again another show that just kind of fades to black you know, 
no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't expect the quote-unquote good guys to win. I don't expect the happily ever after ending. Give me one second. Let me take a sip of cotton candy here. So I don't expect all of that. I'm okay with the bad guys winning. Because sometimes, let's face it, in life that happens. But Ruth's character was on such an upward trajectory that I feel the character deserved better a better send-off than what they gave it. Ruth particularly... I just I just feel that that character had such an upward trajectory and I don't know man it, it just felt like they took the good that a that a main character was trying to do and just like that yeah, meant nothing now I'll I'll be the first one to say I'm glad Ruth you know, stood up to the lady. She didn't try to run. She didn't try to do any of that. But, I don't know. Ruth didn't have to kill the lady. Uh, Ruth could have decided, you know what, fuck all this. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to take all my money and leave. Because they were uh, trying to get her to launder money through the bill again. This time, you know, with the understanding that the FBI was sanctioning it as a way of monitoring and, and watching the cartel. I get all of that. I just felt that they didn't give the character of Ruth Langmore a proper send-off. It begs the question, what happens to three? Was three there when she got shot? You know, just... I don't know. It's just, it was so open-ended. And then again, with the birds. There was... Well, I don't like that there were no serious repercussions for the birds. I think that yet again, Wendy got her way by getting her father to leave. Now, I'm not a fan of the character of her dad. I think the character of her dad was one of the more interesting characters there towards the end because he presented himself one way but in reality he was just a piece of shit horrible human being i mean come on man he called his daughter a whore you know not because she was a whore but because she embarrassed him and his reputation in front of all his church people Instead of really caring about his daughter and finding out, you know, what's going on, you know, or, or whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I felt that I was let down by the, the, the series finale of Ozark. There should have been, in my opinion, some legal or possibly illegal ramifications for the birds uh, maybe less cruel for marty than wendy 
Um, I think Wendy should have been dealt with in however so one wants to define dealt with. I, I think Marty maybe should have uh, finally, he maybe he goes to jail. I, I don't know. Um, one of my favorite characters was Jonah. I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about Jonah when the family first moved into the house with Buddy. Um, Jonah was, was kind of on some other shit, but I also understand why, because of, you know, the craziness going on within his family. But as time went on, I really started to like the character of Jonah. I like the fact that he stood up for himself. I do like the fact that he said he was going to take what he had learned, laundering money, and, and take it to the legal sector. Uh, that that was closure for that character. You see what I'm saying? We didn't get to see it, but then Jonah's also a teenager. I didn't need a flash, you know, flash forward uh, into you know, 20 years from now to see Jonah on Wall Street or anything, but that was closure to me for that character. There was closure to me for Charlotte's character. Very vague, but it was closure nonetheless. I just don't feel like we got closure on the entire bird situation. We got closure on Ruth. I didn't like the closure that we got, but we got closure on Ruth. We got closure on Charlotte, Jonah, Got closure on um, Wendy's dad. We got closure on the guy that was managing the hotel. We got closure on everyone. Except, or main characters at least, except Marty and Wendy Bird. And it faded to black, which, I don't know, man. Maybe they're trying to, maybe they're trying to leave it open for follow-up movie uh, because I know Breaking Bad did it but Breaking Bad did it right uh, Ray Donovan did it which by the way I just I finished that episode a couple of weeks or finished that series and watched the movie a few weeks ago <clears throat> um, it wasn't a bad series finale but we got answers and we got closure so I, I, I you know I was Fine with the, the, the series finale and the movie for Ray Donovan. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if Ozark is leaving this open for some sort of follow-up. Maybe spinoff or movie. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why we didn't get the closure. But I just thought that this show up to the final episode had been great. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about Ozark when I first started watching it. But a few episodes in, I really liked it. And I just feel like everything was very good. Except the final episode. So I feel like it ended on a flat note. What do you guys think? Leave me some, some comments on the platforms that you're using to listen to the show. Uh, leave me some comments on social media. I may, well, I shouldn't say I may. I will be checking in from time to time on the the uh, the page for the show, the, both the group for the show and the page for the show. And I'll be checking in on uh, all of my social media for the show. I'm just not actively on social media right now. 
I just wanted to take a break. And I'll be very honest with you guys as I get, get ready to wrap up the show here. It, it, you know, there were a couple of days where I, because of habit, I was clicking the apps and checking things and, and uh, I eventually just um, disabled Facebook and uh, then I turned off the notifications for everything and I moved those apps to the very last page of my home screen. Out of sight, out of mind sort of thing. So I was getting no notifications. They weren't staring me in the face. The only one that I've used actively in this time is Snapchat. But that's only because it's my main form of communication with somebody that I care very much about, a family member that I love very much. Um, and that's my main form of communication with them. So um, who knows when I'll come back? I don't know. Will I come back? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I'll be back. But yeah, check it out, man. Um, let me know what you guys thought about the series finale of Ozark. Uh, maybe do you agree with me about closure for the birds? Do you agree with me or disagree with me about how they did the Ruth character? What did you think about the entire final season, the final episode, all of that stuff? And um, later on this week, probably Friday or Saturday, I will be doing another episode uh, in which I plan to cover the abortion bill that may be signed into law here in the state of Georgia. And I'll also be taking a look at and discussing the, the Supreme Court's um, look at Roe versus Wade and you know how how that affects everything and I've been very guarded I guess in my opinions on the abortion subject I've often said it doesn't matter how I feel because you know I'm not a woman I don't have to carry a baby and uh, all this stuff but I plan to dive a little bit into my personal feelings about abortion. Um, it's going to be a very tough episode because <laughs> I'm I'm probably going to step on some toes in many different ways. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Hopefully I'll find someone that may be interested in joining me. Because I really would like to have an open discussion, open dialogue about this issue and, um, you know, kind of go from there. So be on the lookout for that this weekend. Make sure you check out the show. It is now available on iTunes or not iTunes. Well, it is, iTunes doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music, of course, here on the Anchor app. Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any and everywhere you can find podcasts, you can find Wrestling With My Thoughts. Please, again, I urge you um, and I ask of you, when you're listening on these platforms, it takes all of two seconds to click on the number of stars or the ratings. I, I would ask for a review too. But if you don't feel like doing a review, that's fine. 
just leave me a rating. Uh, it helps me, one, uh, helps me study the, the analytics and um, see where I'm at with listeners and see how I'm ranking, what I can do better about the show, what I need to change about the show. It helps get me exposure. It helps open the show up to a broader audience. Uh, sponsorship. It could help me get more sponsors on the show. Speaking of which, I want to give a special thank you and a special shout out to Chance and the people at Chance. Uh, Miss Tennyson Smith and her team, thank you all for your support. Uh, month in and month out, I appreciate it. And uh, if you would like to become a sponsor, click onto the Anchor app and there's a, uh, there's a link there where you can choose uh, how you would like to become a subscriber or not subscriber, uh, sponsor. If you're interested in that, I'm looking at possibly opening up things and doing direct donations, but I gotta check into that a little bit more because I understand this is a little crazy um, or a little, I don't know. Uh, I understand people having resistance to doing direct donations and I completely understand it. So just be on the lookout for that. Thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate the support. Again, no matter when you're listening, where you're listening, or how you're listening. The fact is you're listening. I appreciate that support. And I sincerely mean that from the bottom of my heart. Folks, this week, try to do something very nice for someone that you don't know. There's a lot of meanness going out in this, in this world right now. I'm going to do an episode, not this next episode, but maybe a couple episodes down about some of this meanness, about some of the disrespect, about some of the disregard for, for other individuals. But do something nice for someone this week that you don't know. And don't expect anything in return. Just do it because. Folks, that's how I think we start to make a real difference in this world. And, and, and we could spark some real change in this world by simply caring enough to do something for people. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, take care of yourself, take care of your family, and we'll see you back here in the next episode. Holla!